Hi. Um, yeah, we, we, were, we were deciding whether to go enthusiastic or not enthusiastic for the intro, but I, I've decided after momentarily going enthusiastic. It's not really my style, Alfie, so I'm going to go straight back to, to this. Welcome to another podcast. Um, this one we're going to be discussing our breakthrough athlete of the year and who we think is going to be going to be taking 2021. Yeah, so I was going to try and follow through the enthusiasm there. No, thank you. Um, we were thinking, we didn't really have a podcast to talk about today. So we just thought, you know what? Let's see what Flowtrack's most recent podcast was. Obviously, we haven't listened to it. Searched it up. 2020 Breakthrough Athlete of the Year. We thought we'd one-up them by talking about the 2020 Breakthrough Athlete of the Year, but then also talking about the 2021 Potential Athlete of the Year. So, yeah, how have you been, Mr. Leonard? Good, mate. Um, had a day off yesterday, hopefully racing this weekend. I haven't looked at the tears from today, so I'm not 100% sure. Um, but, yeah, no, training's going well. I've got um, a two-mile tempo followed by, like, five by a K at 5K pace later, um, or target 5K pace. So I'm going to do that on my ones because everyone's gone home. Um, so yeah, that's that. That's where I'm at at the minute. I'm kind of bored. Uh, I'm, I just want to get out to the flag, really. I just want to get out to Flagstaff and just grind some seven thousand feet. Get some get some more red blood cells in me, uh, the organic way. As you um, say, there's more ways to do that if you if you really need. Th- there is more ways, but I'm going the healthy way. Um, and rumor has it that Bowerman's going to be in Flagstaff as well at the same time. Uh, Spoke to Holly Archer, Mark Scott's girlfriend. Uh, she's going out there. So it pains me. Yeah. That I'm not going out. Pains I'm me. Gutted. I'm gutted. I, I, I don't know if there's any logistical way I can get out. That's the thing with COVID. Uh, well, boat. Uh, hire a boat, steal a boat. Oh, thanks. I thought you were going to come through with some helpful information. Um, we could get married. That is true. We could get married. I could get you. A, I could get you a green card. That is very true. Yeah, looks right, like so. That. Okay. Yeah, so it's like whatever Romy is is down with really because if Romy's cool with that, then so be it. But if she's not, then yeah. Yeah, just for Sorry. anyone, my girlfriend is called Romy. Yes, that's correct, Romy. Just in case you're wondering what Romy was talking about, R O M Y, Romy. Same name as the shopping. Uh, was it Cants? Yes, the shopping cans was called Romy. It's not really a name, though, is it? Really, let's be honest. It's, that, it's, a, it's a lovely name. It's a lovely name. All, all the all the people listening to this podcast, like we came here to talk about running. We came here to to listen to running things, and we're talking about getting married for a green card and your that's girlfriend's the, name. That's not the pinnacle of athletics. Getting married for a green card so you can go altitude training in Flagstaff. I don't know what it is. Um, we would have it would be a Netflix documentary if that if we pulled that through and went to the press that would be a Netflix documentary well let's just make a Netflix documentary anyway we should just make a banging documentary sell it to Netflix take the bag and live in flag stuff leave exactly I might I might might go out to Europe but I haven't decided yet maybe you know you never know good thing is in Europe you can decide like last minute and you can decide where you want to go last minute though like that's the 
that's one of the big things like you it's it's kind of it's a lot easier like it's fine for me obviously because i've got like a passport so it's just like going to europe but yeah i guess i'm that's... just gonna stalk the ingerbritsons but so they... right breakthrough breakthrough of the year I, i'm gonna need my my head kind of like a bit sort of rejigged of this year because it's been so strange i mean arguably athletes who were already established established themselves even more this year i feel like stewie mack and some people like that like although they were already sick they had like a second breakthrough like ramsden even yeah even jacob to an extent ramsden stewie yeah there's there's plenty of athletes you could say joshua chep's guys had a second breakthrough really Mm. so then again he did break world records last year so and the year before that so maybe not but Mm. let's say I don't know. How do you want to do it? Do you want to do ones what are potentially second breakthroughs as well? Uh, it gives us more to talk about, I guess. I've got, I've got a men's and women's side breakthrough uh, in distance events. So I was going to start with that and then maybe try and think about other distances and stuff like that. But I've got, I've I've, got, definite I've got two definite breakthroughs. They are distance runners, um, but I've got like two definite breakthroughs. Should we, should we see if we can do a game where we say it on 3-2-1? And then we say the, the males first, and then we do another three, two, one, and then say the female. Yeah. Get both right. Right, okay. Wait, the men's me. first. Tell me when you're ready. Okay. Right. Okay, right, men's. Three, three two, two, one. Jakob Kipling. Wasim. Oh, come on. Wasim Ramaz. Wasim. He ran like 30, he ran the sub 13, 20. And... Kiplima ran 7.26. Yeah, but like... I haven't beaten Kaplimo. I've beaten Wasim. Fair enough. There's, there's not I mean? any biasness towards it. There's no biasness. It's like, well, yeah, okay, so we could say Kaplimo, but what's Kaplimo done in the last three years? Nothing. Before. What did he run last year? What did he run last year for what? What, what distance? 5K? Anything. 10K? Um, anything. Yeah, but that's not fair because I feel like he's had still a breakthrough. Come on, you... I guess was true. To be fair, was he a mass? That's fair enough. Because what's he ran again? Thirteen what? Like thirteen fifteen. Okay. Um, the system's broken. I don't, World Athletics needs to up their um, website. To be honest, it's but the rankings come up first. Like, what's that even about? I don't care about like how many points someone's got. Doesn't even add up. By the looks of things, oh no, here we are. Twenty nineteen, Jakob Kiplimo. Right. 2730. This year? Last year he ran 2730. Um, so there you are, half marathon 101. And then he came one. second at the world. At, what, at the. Okay, I, I reckon, I reckon, yeah, I reckon that's fair. That's fair. Of course that's fair. It, this is an opinion based thing. Yeah. So it's, yeah, of it's, course it's fair. Um, he did come second at world champs cross country last year, but. You know, it doesn't count. Mm. So I, I have kind of a, a strange one that I feel like is sort of a second breakthrough, but it this is for the women, and this is, I'm just going to say it, J- Jess Holt, because Jess has gone from, like, being the best in the NCAA to then being one of the best in the world. Like, so, so this year she's had to, obviously she's changed training groups, all that sort of stuff, and has then had to move into the Diamond League sphere, travelling around Europe, uh, and obviously you get the traveling experience when, when Jess was at like Oregon and stuff, but in terms of like just diving straight into the pro world, it was pretty impressive. 
yeah, Jess, Jess Hall has had a great year. Australian record in every single race she's raced in, as in like every distance she's raced this year, hasn't she got the Australian record at some point in that distance? Yeah, 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 I think so. Yeah, that's absolutely insane. There's a lot of Australians coming out of the NCAAs and it's like, Jesus, you're going to be amazing. Like, we were talk- I was speaking to Sir Ben Crawford, actually. Morgan McDonald, Ollie O'Hore, Stu McSwain, Matt Ramsden. I know all these didn't come out of the NCAA, but um, Jessica Hall. You've got uh, Gwen and the Pingy Majiggy. Why have I forgot his name? Gwen, Gwen and Ryan Gregson. You've got so yeah. many runners in Australia who at the minute are just insane. And yeah. Australia as a whole, like obviously you could talk about Ramsden and Stewie having this breakthrough again. I know we said that they're sort of having the second breakthrough, but I mean, Australian athletics is kind of having a breakthrough as, it own, as it's of its own. Like, Yeah, and, it, and it's strange because a lot of the Aussie athletes, obviously Jess Hall is with Pete Julian, but like, the rest of the Aussies that you mentioned there, like Jen Lacaz, Ryan, uh, well, Jen Gregson, actually, they got married, my bad. Um, Jen Gregson, Ryan Gregson, those guys, they're, they're all in the same training group. They're, they're with uh, Nick Badeau under the same agent slash coach. Um, Jack Bruce is out there currently, who, who's an Arkansas grad. So it's interesting that all, all that group sort of in, in really good shape and they've all had good summers. Yeah, it is, it's strange. I'm, I guess... I think oh, I was watching like a flow track. I know we've mentioned them already. Don't like mentioning them. I was watching a flow track workout Wednesday from like, you know, when they re-upload ones what are like six years old. Yeah. Um, act like they're new and it's like you had yeah. to pay for it six years ago, but we'll let it go now. And it was like saying, hey, it was like someone said like, we'll, they all raced well in one, one weekend. And the coach was like, there's no coincidence that you're all running well at the same time. So I think yeah. if you've got the same coach and you train in a group, you sort of get that consistency and everyone yeah. seems to peak at the same time and run well at the same time. I mean, you've seen that with Oregon at the minute, Oregon University. You've got Cole, you've got Cooper, you've got Charlie Hunter, you've got, um, I feel like I'm forgetting the name. Uh, well, you've got Reed Brown, I'm not sure how well he's Did you say Cole Hacker? Yeah, I said Cole, yeah. All of them running insanely quick at the minute and it's no coincidence that they all train in the same group. So it's interesting. It, it's kind of we're having this conversation the other day, and it's like, well, why why are the people in the US doing so much better than like most people in the UK? Like, why is that? And I do kind of wish that I'd been in like the, the university setting just to see how different it is. But it's like you just hear these outlandish times. Like, you, you couldn't tell me a 19 year old who currently lives in the UK who, who could go out and run 744. No. I'm trying to think of a 19-year-old who... But you, but you could probably name three or four in the US who are 19 and younger who could run like sub-750 or in and around 750. Yeah, definitely, definitely sub-8, sub-8, sub-755. Like, it's, it's, it'll be interesting to see what the, what the work ethic difference is because I always thought in high school, some kids run so well because their only way to get through college would be by a scholarship, right? Like similar to, fo- yeah. to some football, basketball, other sports. Whereas like sometimes you, you, some people are running for their scholarship and it's like, okay, so that to be the best in the US means that they get their education 100% covered. Maybe that's an incentive. We don't, we don't have that kind of incentive here. We have here. nothing. We have nothing else for, do we? So it's kind of like in the UK, it's like, what are you hungry for? You're hungry for your own success. And that's it. 
or obviously there's, there's different people in like different backgrounds and stuff where it's like, okay, I, I'm doing this because I want to get out. But a lot of people wouldn't do that in running because in the UK, can running necessarily get you out? If you go to the NCAAs, it can. That's yeah. true. That's true. Or if you go to Loughborough and St. Mary's, I guess you can sort of have a sort of have a, like a half degree sort of thing where you're like not trying as hard, maybe have an easier degree and then still get the same support you could get at a D2 university in the US. Um, yeah, it's interesting because like to be on scholarship here, it's pretty brutal. Like it, it's like you can you can get a scholarship to the US. Yeah. Um, easier than you can at Loughborough, like 100%. It's strange. Obviously, be honest here. Comparing Loughborough's facilities, which is the best university in the country for running and sport, how, how do you think they would compare to an American university? Would you say D2? It so, would have to be D2. Well, it's interesting. It's interesting because power base, the gym, like obviously, so I, I get everything the same way that I would in the US, except my like tuition isn't paid right so i get like free physio free nutrition free psychology free gym free track free trip whatever now the high pack's great that's that's our indoor like track it's it's really good and the outside track is beautiful and um, and the recovery facilities etc i would compare them to that the us and the gym power base uh 100 in the physio quality and being able to get physio for free but if if you're not on scholarship then like it's a no-brainer what I do. Yeah. Like, why would I be here having to pay for all of those amenities when I can go somewhere else? And you get kit drops. You get probably normally free food, don't you? Like, yeah. in the... I mean, it's... I don't like talking about the NCAA because it depresses me that we don't have anything. Even in, like, high school level. Like, you see some yeah. high schools in the US who have a team of runners who are, in, are really good, like Newbury Park, literally their team, one school in California has more high-class runners than the whole of Yorkshire or the whole of the North of England in one school. Yeah. Because yeah. there's no team in the UK. There's no high school competition, really. No. Like it's individual high school competition. But like if there's more than one runner at your school, then something weird's going on. But I, I was the only yeah. runner in my school. Really? Yeah. So, well. so we had quite a good, we had a, our school system was kind of weird. Like obviously none of the teachers knew anything about running and like whatever, but we had like, you know, Dan Dixon, triathlete. Yeah. He's, he's sick. Um, really good runner. Ross Charlton. Um, we had, we had like, I want to say like two to three runners per age group who were like pretty good. So I had Matty Waterfield who won English school senior boys 400 in, in my like school year. Mm. Um, and I've always had like one or two other people who, who were pretty decent. Um, but like you think about, like you're saying some high schools where it's like you get there, you train with your friends in the morning. You, you've got like, imagine pulling up with like Nico Young and then like three other guys who are quality. Yeah. In your high school, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Like, I, I can't, I can't think of any school apart from what, like this massive college in like Southampton, which had like Max Hayden, Zach Mohammed Lachlan, and like Dan yes. Brooklyn, and I think a few other people. Like that, that's the only place. But that that sitcom, like, like a ridiculous amount, like university sized. 
It's have you um, have you seen some Ben Crawford? Everett Cooper, Ben Crawford, Luis Grijalva. Same school, same year, I think. No way. Yeah. And then there's definitely another guy in there as well. That's well, speaking of that, there was a there was a tweet the other day that was within uh, twenty miles of where you live, or like within thirty miles of where you live. Name your best cross country team possible in the whole of history, within thirty miles or twenty miles. So this was in the US, so I think that the, it was like a hundred miles or something. Yeah, I think it was fifty. Obviously. I think it was fifty. Yeah, Joe Hale tweeted this, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, I, I I'd Good have tweet. to say, Pete Pete Peter Elliott, Seb Coe, yeah, me. <laughs> um, and then I don't know. I can't think of any more runners. Do you reckon that's within Sheffield? Oh, true. If it's fifty, are we are we lowering the distance because fifty miles I can get because UK. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I reckon. Yeah, we say like within. Like I would say, I would say like Newcastle area. I reckon. Yeah, yeah. I'd say, yeah, I can't think of any others than Sebco and Peter Elliott. Um, mm. Them are probably amazing cross-country runners. So, I can't well, think I mean, of any other. I'm missing some. Obviously, I'm missing loads, but like, I can't think of any off the top of my head. Yeah, I think I would, I, mine would be like, ridic- I wouldn't make mine. Like, I wouldn't make the Newcastle team at all. Because it would be like, Mick McLeod, who went to the Olympics. Ross Murray, also went to the Olympics. Um... You could beat Brendan Foster. Cross. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know. He, he's, he's still got a vest on the cross. He got Edinburgh, I think. I think he got Edinburgh. Really? Uh, but then Brendan Foster, also Olympics for 10K. Steve Cram, maybe, on, on the cross, maybe. But club legend, Jim Alder. Yeah, two twelve marathon runner, absolute grinder. Run two twelve in like eighteen fifty four, and he's still going. You'll still go to the twelve stage, and he'll be there. He's on his, he's on like his third heart or something. But the guy is still firing on all cylinders. Great bloke, but yeah. Hey, I want to do a books prediction. The... Go on then, books prediction. Books prediction. Let's let's go. Is it on? Because that, that'll, that'll get me. It's on, Potentially. isn't it? Okay. Let's say if it was on. Let's say if it was on. Indoors is cancelled, I'm guessing. Books indoors. Yeah, indoors has already been cancelled, which is a shame. Um, but let's... Because, I mean, this is clickbait for the UK audience, and this is going to get some people salty. So let's, let's enter got, this into the combo. I've got my winner already. Are you going to say Simmies? Yeah, because I'm saying Simmies. I love Simmies. Why? Becky Briggs. Sell me it. <laughs> Come right, on. going to go... Men, men, Wigfield. Um, other people, you know. To be fair, Simmons, I'm not sure how many people have left. I thought, I thought we were going to say individual. I guess Loughborough are going to win easy then. If you've got Mortimer, you... Me, Mortimer, Lay, Matt Luke. Willis, Matt Stonia. Yeah. Josh Lay, Luke. I, we, how, how do you lose that? Well, yeah. Who's in the D-race? Could... That's what I want to know. Yeah, true. You've got to put, you yeah. put Luke in there. You've got to put Luke in the B-race. What, in the B-race? Yeah, we, we were having this him. conversation. He wants to win the... He said he, said he wants to win the B-race. Yeah, the that's, what I, that's what I go for. I've got a lot of it's time It's still a mad um, race. It's still hype. Mate, it was crazy last year. It was crazy. It's sad that it's not going to be the same this year. 
for any Americans listening, Bucks is better than NCAA Cross. It's really not. It's not at all. But no, it's, it's better atmosphere-wise, I'd say, but it's not better. The after party's better. Prestigious, yeah. The after party's better. It's, the after party's ridiculous. Not even, it's, it wasn't even that good this year, but it's like just fun because of everyone. Now, the Bucks B race hits different. They should have the B race after the A race. That's actually true. Yeah, because then like A runners would be able to enjoy it more as well. But I quite like like I quite like that watching the A race when like the B runners had finished and everyone was just like sinking cans by the side of like the course and you're saying this is this is proper British cross country. Yeah, well I mean we loved it because we didn't race, so we just got to watch. It's um, great. Apart from me coughing up my guts every two seconds, which was fun. Oh, yeah. Which has probably nice. turned out to be, you know, at the time. It could have, didn't know what it was. It could have ended up being, you know, the old Corona. The old COVID. But yeah, Probably I'd was. say, at winners-wise, individual winners, I'm going to say Anna Mola, if she's still at university. She probably is. And then, or Amelia Quirk. They're my winners Ooh, for the women's shout race. shout on Quirk, yeah. And then for the men's race. Jess Judd might still be, I think Jess Judd's still still be in. Yeah, but I feel like Amelia Quirk would be over a dodgy cross. Mm. Um, and then I'd say Matt Willis for the men's race. I've always got a back mm. Matt Willis. Just you always got a back Matt Willis. You, oh, you, you're sure. good across though, to be fair. But I'd, I'd either back you or Matt Willis to win. I'm I not think, gonna lie. I, I want, I want to get like first year. I think going in like a fresher top five, like a fake fresher, that would be sick. But like, you got to remember, yeah, Birmingham just seems to have a team of like thirty-year-old men. Yeah, and, Birmingham like, absolute never... mugs. Birmingham yeah, University, yeah. disgusting place. Men as a women's team. market themselves like, oh, come and do your masters or like your PhD or something. It's like, well, no, because it's cheating. I'm yeah. sick and tired of it. Mike so, Ward graduated in the UK, went out to Bradley, and then came back to the UK and ran books last year. Shout out Shocking. Bradley University, if if you're listening. Yeah, I love I love Bradley University. The head coach is lovely. Is he? It's good to know. Scottish, yeah. Really? I met him in Morpeth, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. I don't know if you yeah, know what we're nice talking guy. about, but like, I'm not sure if you know why I'm being weird about it. But No, yeah. I, 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 yeah, yeah, the concept you have. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 need to, I need to decide what I'm doing. I don't know yet. But yeah. Shout out Bradley University. Great university. Um, back to the subjects at hand. Breakthrough year. Gemma Riki's got to be up there for me. Yeah. Like, and Keila Hodgkinson. I know she's obviously the youth level, but over the 800s, what? G- she's still like 2 1. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And Gemma Riki's won 157, European record this year, or British record indoors. In British, yeah. And then was dominating the European circuit to an extent. So, yeah. Gemma Riki. Moving on to next yeah. year, it's a tricky one because what? who hasn't had a breakthrough this year? Or should we say breakthrough for next year, but also the stars of next year? So it could be someone who's already had a breakthrough. So like, mm. sorry if you can, can you hear the phone in the background? Oh, it stopped. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, it stopped now. But let's go with breakthrough first. So people we think are going to have a breakthrough next year. Um, I'd, I'd say Keeley. I'd, I'd say genuinely like on a world scale, Keeley. Keeley Hodgkinson. Hodgkinson. Yep. Yeah. Um, I'd say... Max Bergen had a breakthrough last year as well. I know he's already up there, but like, um, 
I'd say Coupetier is going to have a breakthrough next year. I'd say Coupetier on like the world stage, yeah. And and same with Luis Cajalva. Yeah, maybe even Cole Hocker. Like. Cole Hocker. Giza runs 7.44. To be fair, if I was him, I'd just take another year It just getting better. Like, literally. Yeah. Um, someone who I think is going to be a big shout is Josh Lay. As much as I don't yeah. want to fuel his ego. Um, no, he's, he's not Luke. He's not Luke Duffy, so it's fine. Josh Lay probably going to run quick next year. So, you know. I've I, I predicted. I don't like putting like pressure on him or whatever. And I don't want to like put pressure on him. But this is just like, I, I've Pre-30. got a prediction this time. Go on then. Huh? What are you going to say? Like, I, I've, I thought like 344. No, 334. 334. What do you think you could run I, for 3K? Uh, something disgusting. Like seven forty. No, like sub seven fifty. Yeah, mile. Like sub seven fifty. Three fifty two. Yeah, we think Piers and Jake run three fifty three at um, three like three fifty four and three fifty three at uh, Elmsley Car Mile, and we think Josh is like just as good as they were then, if not better. Yeah, that's true. Three fifty four. Piers is gonna have a breakout year. Piers Copeland. Um, Piers. Yeah, a lot of Brits in here, but that but that's actually fair enough because a lot of Brits have got really good this year. What about in the US? I'm trying I'm trying to think of people in the US. To be honest, um, the thing is though, like there's so much hype around, so many. Like, and they're already so good. They kind of they're already in the media. You know what I mean? Like true. That is very true. The Wisconsin team. Mm-hmm. Hear me out. The, the generally like the Wisconsin team is going to be lethal next year because you've got Jackson Sharp running like thirteen forty seven. Jack running 13.47. Charlie's going out there ready to put his body and life on the line to get sick. Um, and then there's like going to be a few other runs. Like, they're going to be dangerous in their conference. Charlie, Charlie Wheeler? Charlie Wheeler's going now. As a, as a master? As a master's? Yeah. Wow. Sorry, the dog is now barking. Um, yeah. The, yeah, the Wisconsin team, Washington team is going to be sick next year. Um, because they've got the Oregon coach, haven't they? Washington. Is that right? Yeah. And then yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of others. Stanford are going to have a sick team. Not that that's any unusual, like it's going to be the same every year. NAU is going to have a sick team. Oregon are going to have a sick team. There's going to be so many good teams next year in the NCAA. Yeah. And that's the thing. I'd, I'd like to take like a Loughborough team out to the US and do some of the open meets or like if you could get invited to like, the, you know, like Nutty Comb, something like that, like one of the yeah. open cross races. I think it'd be sick if they issued some invites or if, if we could get flights out there and get like a Loughborough team in there to see what we could do against that sort of team. Be interesting. But but yeah, I think anyway, that, that pretty much concludes the podcast anyway, because we've been on there for a while. Um, so I think we, we covered our, our most wanted, uh, not most wanted, you know, the people that we thought would break through and the people who did break through this year. So I, I think we've pretty much got everything covered in that. And uh, me and Alfie are very tired today. We've been busy. We've got a lot of fun stuff in the pipeline that, we, uh, that we're that we going to be excited to bring out soon and et cetera, et cetera. Very so, very, yeah. very true. So yeah. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Have a nice, uh, what day is it today? Thursday. So I guess have a nice weekend. Um, mm. And yeah, speak to you. Probably get a podcast out Sunday, probably with a, maybe a high profile guest. We'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. 
yes um yeah thank you for listening and goodbye